Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of our second season of Saga Connects. <laughs> Yay! That was so long. <laughs> Thank you. It takes a lot. It's a mouthful. Hey, I will be today's facilitator. My name is Gada Haddad, and with me, I have two guest speakers, and they are... Um, I'm Safine. We yeah. love Safine. She's on our team. <laughs> and I'm Safia. On exec, we love to have you here. Today's topic will be faith and university and how we go through that how we face the challenges that come forth to us and tackle them because it is a, it, it is a challenge i'm sure my speakers can agree with me yeah, mm, yeah <laughs> <it> was, like, <laughs> <laughs> no when i was like brought when this got brought up to me as being guest speaker for it was actually really interesting i was like you know most of our people in our age group is going through this or experiencing mm. uni although i'm not in uni i finished but still it's still, experience. <laughs> it's still definitely a really good experience and a really good topic that everyone can definitely relate to at some point yeah for sure it's it's tough managing it when you go from high school to oh, yeah. a brand new world pretty much that i felt pretty sheltered even though i didn't feel sheltered in high school when i got out yeah it, it was crazy mm. How about you, Safine? Did you feel like a shell shock or did you just... You're just saying quiet. I'm not sure if you yeah, just swam I, right well into uni or... I, I keep to myself a lot, even at uni, so I didn't really feel that much difference. Although I'm pretty sure we're going to get into it. There is a huge Christian community. Yeah. And it's very out there at uni. <laughs> and I'm it's just like, hi, yeah. guys. <laughs> like, we love our Christians in uni, but to us it's a bit of a shock. Yeah. <laughs> So what would you say managing faith with uni is like? Um, I mean, so far, I think it's actually helped me because mm. I've got more stressors. I've got more things to deal with in life. Sorry, there's a bug on the table. <laughs> <laughs> you managed it really well. You didn't twitch. I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, there's a lot more stressors like assignments you have to deal with a lot more on your own and i feel like that made me get a bit closer to my religion yeah. i was like i'm turning to yeah, god sure. a lot more like help me <laughs> <laughs> night before the exam to start like, crying on study. your knees <laughs> what <laughs> yeah no i totally agree with you it definitely makes your faith stronger being exposed to other faiths and like realizing how much you need to turn to your own mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely i think that's when you get tested the most because when we all went to the same high school and i think it was yeah. majority the same faith anyway mm-hmm. and you know you're in that bubble you're going with the community you feel already accepted you don't have to yeah i don't want to say prove yourself but sort of yeah, prove yourself, yourself. you yeah. have to be adamant in your beliefs to yeah, be honest yeah absolutely so when you go to uni and no one kind of gives that mainstream narrative for you to follow it's just really kind of you standing firm going back Mm -hmm. to what your foundation and core is and you know and it's confirming for yourself if that's really what you believe and if it's Mm. really what works for you so let's say when Safine was saying you know if she's stressed about uni and procrastinating I hope you weren't procrastinating she was she (laughs) definitely was (laughs) but yeah if if, when you hit those stresses and you turn towards your inner core so if it's definitely towards more so your own faith and religion Mm -hmm. then that's what reaffirms those kind of things especially as a youth when you're more on your own no one's really you know telling you have to do this you have to do that you'll have a sense of maturity to decide things for yourself so it's definitely a really interesting journey where you see different people Mm. what works for them how it works for them 
and you turn to yourself and say, okay, what works for me? Cool, I'm in this completely different community and how do I swim through this? It often makes you feel like you want to learn more about your religion because people will question you and you have to give them an explanation that is, like, justifiable to Mm. you and your religion as to, oh, why do we fast? Why... Why it's do we a crazy pray? word. Why are we not allowed to drink? Why do yeah. we pray? Yeah. yeah. Why Why do we have to wear the headscarf? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And it's it has to sound believable to them, but most importantly yourself. You have to. Yeah. You. I think the last thing you want is to sound apologetic mm. in what you're doing. Yeah. yeah you, for sure. you have to kind of be confident and proud. You see different, and you see different people when you ask them about their identity. They're not apologize apologetic at all. No. They're just really like you know, this is me. This is who I am. Mm. So I think it's definitely it's respectable. Yeah, and people yeah. respect that. It's not like they're there out to get you. If they are, then that's just. Maybe change your friendship Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the uni. But, yeah, I mean, you definitely, I think one of the biggest things is knowing more about yourself and what you believe in. And you can be a faith or belief system, whatever, and becoming proud of that and something to stand upon. Did you guys find yourself being tested in uni with your values, faced any challenges? As of now, because I'm only in second year, I didn't really feel that much especially since we've had most of our classes online i barely went to characters i didn't really get that experience of you know people around you questioning you at every step of the way (laughs) (laughs) before every class i had people talking about the different clubs they went to last night the different drinks they'd like to order and i was just there like Like, tea rolling down my face (laughs) what are you on about this is not me this is not what i do it's such a culture though to go out for drinks and stuff and you're just there like that's all you see on the instagram stories yeah Yeah, and i've had like friends where they like offered them to you know they're like you know come to the club with us or oh we have a project (gasps) meeting did you want to come to the the uni bar yeah. yeah, and they have to explain saying, sorry, I don't drink, I'm a Muslim or something. And they're yeah. like, what do you mean? And you're like, I just they, don't they drink. They almost get shocked. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they take it to the heart and look at like, what do you mean? Oh, what? They're like, are you missing? I'm like, no, it's okay. I don't want to get drunk. Tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't like to wake up with hangovers. Thank oh, you. It's oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different cultural change, definitely. They mm. Everyone has their own different method of bonding with one another. And you know, that's how, you know, you find your own ways to make friends and how yeah. to belong in that. And I think you're probably challenged more in the sense of trying to accept that you're not always going to belong everywhere and yeah. where you want to belong kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, when, cause I started uni fitting in never ends <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and even cause you girls started mostly when COVID hit, when we attended um, uni, like really often before COVID hit, it was like, just a huge room full of people and people just naturally gravitate towards their own like-minded people so you Mm. have you know most of the scarvies and muslims coming naturally coming together with one another and it's absolutely normal it's it's a place of community and union honestly i think that's a pretty smart thing to do for you yeah Yeah. and because we were a smaller cohort it was a bit easier because we see the same people but Mm. i think it's definitely harder for when you're in a bigger cohort yeah changing every class yeah Yeah, so it's hard i felt that one Yeah, oh gosh, it's a different kind of world almost. But I think, yeah, I think it's one of the biggest things is not only thinking you have to stick to your friends in uni, you can definitely go back to high school. Yeah. You can go back to, um, if you still stay in contact with your high school friends, we definitely did. Yes. Or even like going to different volunteer groups mm. of those type of Saga. people. <laughs> <laughs> Saga is one, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think that's another thing that you can feel your 
space with. Exactly. Maintaining your high school friends is pretty important because, you know, it's ties to who you are, who you were and who you will become. Yeah, given that, you know, those high school friends were healthy, they all share similarities yeah. and they're kind of in that similar growth pattern, then why yeah. not? It's they accept good. you for who you are. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You don't have to prove yourself again. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> so what? how important do you think and what role do having support networks in uni are? No one helps you in uni. You yeah. have to do things yourself. <laughs> you know, when you're in high school, and they're like, the teachers, teachers remind you, you every lesson yeah. for their assignments. And then they would always say, you know, no one does this in uni. And I was like, I'm pr- surely. But no, they really chuck yeah. in the deep end. You won't know when assignments, quizzes are until like a week before. They, yeah. If they're nice, they'll bring it up. And if you're just nice. like, damn, okay, I have an assignment. Yeah, not even emails. I really don't do like all these reminders that you used to in high school. Mm. But so I think having those support networks is so crucial because it's so isolating in uni as well if you're not careful and you know making sure that you actually keep up with it but how about you guys how did you feel with yeah. your support networks yeah no i agree because i mean you i don't i feel like you won't really have a support network within uni within uni you, yeah. you have to always reach out and go outside yeah. your you know your community your family your Shout friends out to my parents yeah, yeah. <laughs> parents they they play such a huge role in your faith and how strong it is mm. um yeah so like just going to the mosque meeting up with people yeah. that you don't even know like they might surprise you yeah <laughs> like i have to say thank you to safia who prepared me for the world of uni before i was in it yeah. and i hope she'll be doing the same for you now <laughs> oh god i would literally just rant to you guys it wasn't like guys this is the wisdom is it like just be careful don't drown this is what you do but i mean yeah i think even like after i left high school it was being active in istra and then because i had such a passion for public speaking and stuff Mm. all those opportunities of school talks and everything so you know in your spare time having that disconnection from uni and just having this refresh of giving back to the community so you're like okay i'm serving my own faith of what i believe is right and at the same time i'm helping other people in that process and you come back from it and you feel so much more fulfilled yes doing an assignment earlier is definitely fulfilling but doing something a bit more than that (laughs) (laughs) not last minute guys it's not worth (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but note taken i think definitely doing things outside of uni like sophia was saying and having some sort of way of giving back up whether it be you know telling people about your faith to explain to them and create Mm. more understanding and you know fixing up these different stereotypes and prejudices around yeah and yeah, so then you come back and you're like, hey, at least I did something nice in my spare time that's sort of useful um, besides going to and from uni, even though it's definitely, if it's what you're passionate yeah. about, it's good. But just having that sort of disconnection to do something slightly yeah. different is always sure. nice. Uni can be really overwhelming as it is. So I think having something outside or even within uni, if you wanted to join a Muslims association, for example, I think that's oh, really yeah. useful. They're a really big thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're not the only ones facing this struggle, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. What I actually find quite interesting, though, is, um, like, when I was personally in um, high school, like, towards year 11 and 12, I felt so away from my faith. But, like, yeah. when I was younger, I was so much stronger in my faith. Agree. But once I got into uni, I was, like, 
I may have me. been a bit stronger, but all I was really doing was just following what everyone else was doing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really mm-hmm. thinking about it. I was like, oh, I just have to do this. Bandwagon. And then I kind of like lost it a bit during late high school. And then yeah. I went into uni. I'm like, there's a whole world out there. You know, st- try you. learning about your own religion like deeply. Like yeah. actually try to understand why things are the way they are and why you're doing what you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. just like follow... Don't just pray because your mom tells you to. Yeah. I mean, you should, but like, <laughs> like you try should, to think try about to on your own. <laughs> try to think about why you're praying or like why you're reading Quran, why yeah. you're memorizing Quran, why you're fasting, etc. The yeah. purpose it serves, definitely. Yeah. So you can do it long term. So it's not just when those people leave. It's not like okay. I stopped too. It's kind of like you don't need someone to constantly prompt you. Yeah. And I think that's in every faith. Like you know, different <laughs> friends that I see in different faiths, they all have their different walks of life. And the biggest thing they always come to is saying, like they would either become distant from it if they were just following people, mm. and then they'll come even more strong to it if they find that why aspect and they see they yeah. internalize it and they also see the pros from that like it actually benefits them and it helps them navigate their way through tough times otherwise mm-hmm. that would just be seen as extra baggage for them mm-hmm. let's say just another set of duties that they're supposed to fulfill when really just faith in general isn't yeah it comes you know, from, i don't see that yeah, yeah a misunderstanding yeah absolutely faith just essentially comes in it's that way to address i guess that purpose yeah. in life when things get a bit hazy it just grounds you back yeah. down mm-hmm. and that is with any faith that you choose to believe in and yeah, I think it's just yeah. sitting down and going, why am I doing this and what is it doing for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Finding purpose in your religion helps you. It helps ground you, but not only it, it makes you understand and feel more connected to it. It feels more like, it feels more voluntary than a duty. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. It's like something you, you should look forward to, not something that you drag your feet to do. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a whole lifetime. You, It's a long life, hopefully, for everyone. And, you know... You want to make the most of it. You don't want to yeah. drag your feet every day. You know, people say that with work, you know, choose a job that you love in every day. But just mm. so is that, even more so, find a purpose that you wake yourself up to. Not, yes, you can say, oh, I want to wake up and, you know, I love making money, so I'm going to go and make money. But it's not that. You go into the workplace. I'm in the workplace now. And they'll ask, like, they'll be begging people to do overtime, right? And they'll be like, can you do overtime? And those people will be like, no, I can't. And they're like, think of the money. It's more money. But essentially, there's such a certain limit to that. Me. Yeah. yeah, people are like, I'm not fussed of money. I mean, it's nice, but that's not what's going to make you go long term. You're just going to mm. burn out. So just at least sitting back and go, oh, you know. You need the time off for sure. Yeah, Yeah. and just having that, you know, it realigning with your purpose once again and just go, okay, it's fulfilling this so I can push myself more, you know, more holistic and realistic sense. And that reminded me. Sorry, no, 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 that reminded me of. Um, I recently started like listening to Islamic podcasts mm. because, yeah, why not? Yeah, um, <laughs> and it reminded me of something that I actually completely forgot. It's so helpful when you wake up every morning and just renew your intention for the day. Mm. It makes you remember why. Why am I you woke up for really. yeah. yeah. What you're gonna do through your day? Why are you going to work? Why are you going to school? why should you pray why should you fast mm. yeah and it just makes you feel like oh i am here for a purpose for a purpose yeah. like i'm Even waking that, up and i'm doing good it helps you navigate through the challenges that university yeah. gives you so definitely having a purpose every day is important yeah and i think going to uni i think you're appreciation for everything just increases tenfold because when you're in high school you're with like-minded people you're with mm. people your age same development you know process but when you leave high school, you see people from 
heaps of different walks of life. Yep. They can be so much better off than you. Can they? they can be so much worse off than you. And that just increases so much more appreciation. I think that's an easier prompt to go back to faith. Mm. Like, you know, when people have placements in their university or people, you know, mix with different people, you see stories that you're like, damn, I'm so lucky in my life. For example, um, like since I do midwifery, when I was doing placement as a student, um, you know, you see different people having like heartbreaking experiences or amazing experiences. When you see that, you're like, damn, like I never would have thought people go through these kind of experiences in life. And that just, again, increases things. Like even if you study, you know, arts or law or, you know, psychology, health, whatever it be, you just see if it's not in your course and you see different people studying with you and you go, wow, you know, you see different aspects to that you're so lucky for once again and you become yeah. thankful for that. It's a new sense of appreciation, to be honest, mm-hmm. with who you are and yeah. who you want to be. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Did you feel like in university with all the things you were exposed to, all the challenges you faced, did that help you in your professional field? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, there's a small detail, but I think when I did majority... By third year in midwifery, you do you basically live in the hospital and you're constantly having placement. And my biggest struggle with faith was finding a place to pray. So it would yeah. be like there was no prayer place in the hospital. And it was just really frustrating because every time I'd have to go pray, it would be ducking into a storeroom. I'd be ducking into a spare room and just, you know, pulling out a prayer mat and just quickly praying. Mm. And it was just so stressful constantly. I'm like, I don't want to go to pray in so much stress. Interestingly, that made me so much more prompt with my prayer times, but yeah. still it was just not nice. It wasn't a good feeling. It feels rushed. Yeah. yeah, and it just like every time prayer time comes, you're like, okay, damn, where am I going to find a prayer space? And it, yeah. it's just like frustrating. But then when you start working and I moved to a different hospital, they had a full prayer room prepared. Mm. So I think that, again, it just all that hard work kind of paid off once again, and it just makes you stronger, makes you more reaffirmed, and even... Um, because you have that faith and sensitivity, it helps you so much more when in your workplace because you understand different people's sensitivities to faith and you protect that and you hold their dignity in that and they really, really appreciate that. They, You know, you make those small actions to go, oh, you know, like, I'll do this for you because mm. this is in your belief. And they people. step back and they're like, yeah. damn, thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. So I think in your own struggle, it helps you more than ever become more sensitive to other people's needs and it makes a difference for them as well. And some people might not stand up for that for them and you might have that more so experience in that so yeah. i think in terms of that that struggle probably in an in, in example sense it helped me but how about you guys because you guys are still in uni so it's probably <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm i don't know sometimes it feels like being rushed as you said mm-hmm. don't know where to pray it feels like you're being rushed or you're losing time mm. to focus on your faith while you're in uni mm. just don't have enough time to do everything but you got to have priorities. Yeah. For me especially because <laughs> I don't know why, but they decided to put the prayer room at the end. One they end always of the do uni. that. It's, it's at the sports <laughs> hub. It's like... And then you're probably you on the other pass, side of the uni. It's, you need to pass just the whole it. sports, the oh gym, the tennis gosh. courts, everything to get to it. And I'm just like, why? Couldn't you do it next to Play the library or something? Oh. Like, what is this? I don't know. At this point, might pray in the library. I think at this point, literally... I'll have multiple player prayer rooms. Oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah. yeah, they don't do that, though. They just, like, put a one at the very just, end of one side, yeah. and then with your luck, you're on the other side of uni, and yeah. you're like, 
Honestly, it feels like an afterthought. Like, thanks for thinking of us, <laughs> <Yeah>. but... Like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we forgot the prayer room. Let's just add it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, but you know, I think with this more so, in these recent years, people are so much more accepting. People make it so scary that, you know, you're, you know, you have this faith, you have these duties, it's going to be so hard to fulfill. But I think no. the biggest step is speaking up, having the confidence to tell someone, you know, whether it be in work, whether it be in uni, just going to someone and being like, hey, I need to pray for five minutes. Can I borrow the room next door if it's empty? Just having that confidence in itself makes such a difference. Otherwise, when you're very complacent, um, you know, the amount of times I'll be in class and the prayer room's way over there, we have a five-minute break and I have to pray. I'll just instead just shamelessly go up to the lecturer and go, is it all right if I just use a spare space? Mm. And I've never, ever in my life had someone say no. Yeah, honestly. Because <laughs> they have to. As soon true. as you say, can I please pray? It's, you know, just a small space. They're, like, really, really open to helping out. So I think people having that confidence to even ask that makes a big difference. Mm. And just, like, just sitting in and being like, at the end of the day, I need to pray. <laughs> and yeah. if you want to pray, you'd find a way to yeah, pray. Just you having that own... enough, you'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, and just being proud of that, not being, once again, shy and almost yeah it takes a bit to step out of your comfort zone to be honest but once you're there (laughs) yeah yeah. seems like safia relates (laughs) (laughs) no no it 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 takes a while to get that confidence but after a while you're just like i gotta do what i gotta do if you find that important you'll find the time and effort to do so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. for sure can you relate safine (laughs) about what (laughs) <laughs> oh, are you listening? <laughs> I had a whole monologue going on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. It's okay, Sophie. No, yeah, 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 I do. She can answer the next question. She, 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 she relates. She relates. She relates. <laughs> she can do the next prompt, then we'll leave it to her. No, sorry, I was thinking about like something. I was gonna. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, um, but this was very recent at uni at the beginning of this semester. Mm. We were stopped by, like, you know, the Christian um, club community. You're in Wollongong. Wollongong, Uni. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we were stopped twice. The first one, we had, like, a very nice discussion about religion and, like, oh, why... Like, I was with Anne, but we were discussing why we're Muslim, why he's Christian, like, the similarities and the differences. I was going to say, what did they stop you from doing? (laughs) Uh, They just stop you from doing... Wait, what? Does <laughs> Safia know what I'm trying to no, get No, like, on? they're just walking around, like... Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they, they, they just stopped you and asked, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, like, a question. <laughs> I was, yeah. like, there, I'm, like, y'all okay. studying, and they were, like, stop. <laughs> yeah. And then, but the second time, we were stopped by another group. It was a less pleasant discussion. Oh. It was more of them trying mm. to make us say something bad about our religion. Intimidating. And oh. they're, like, um... I don't appreciate this. I, I really don't. I, I literally... I don't know about other people like my friend she's very out there she started discussing it very passionately passionately with the person but i just shut down when i when i'm when i'm with people like that i just shut down i'm just like i'm not gonna listen like yeah i just shut down i'm like (laughs) she actually the, the person that was um talking with us i she didn't like address me at all because mm. I think I was glaring. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know you're open to talk to people, open to listening, not here to just scratch out like dramas from you. Like this, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. You don't want to be yeah. in a fight that has a dead end. Very true. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's very frustrating. You're just like we. C- I'm happy to have a discussion with you about this, but if you're trying to really be sly about about it and try to make me say something negative about my own religion mm. i'm just not gonna you're not gonna, I'm not gonna entertain that, that. i'm yeah. not i'm oh. just gonna well like, spoken 
Damn, girl. Are yeah. we okay to ask what they asked you about or no? Oh, they had this cardboard thing and they had um, put a sticker out what you believe in. There was like, uh, I believe in God. Um, I don't believe in God. There were other like yeah heavy options. questions to answer yeah and then you would put your sticker and then they would we would have a dis- discussion about why we put the sticker where we put it mm. yeah was it like if I put a sticker on I believe in God they're like why I'm like Be- because I do yeah. <laughs> yeah. why are you questioning my beliefs and they'd be like oh yeah what religion are you part of and then you'd be like Muslim and then the person was like oh okay the I'm, I'm just like I'm just like okay um. <laughs> Well then. <laughs> yeah, I think it really depends on who approaches you and how they yeah. talk to you. Otherwise, sometimes they're just like, yeah, like you said, you're just like, I'm not here mm. to entertain these kind of thoughts. I'm just no. here to smile, be nice, and yeah. move on exactly. kind of thing. And you see that some people are so open-minded, like the first group that approached yeah. us. And then some people are so ignorant and closed-minded. Mm. And you're just like, why? Because <laughs> oh, I, I remember in like high school, we went to, you know, the interfaith dialogues and everyone was so welcoming. Mm. So oh, you yeah. would think everyone's like that. Everyone's... Culture would, shock part two. Yeah. And then yeah. you go into uni and people just go out at you and you're just like... <laughs> it's almost like they're so strong in I'm their leaving. faith, they're ignorant to others. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, but you know, you'd be surprised of how much people don't know either. Well, I went to once, I went to Bathurst for a school talk mm-hmm. and we were talking to this go- cohort of girls and I it was like for SOR, HC subjects. So I'm just talking about um, Islam from the syllabus dot point and mm. then um, afterwards I was sitting with them and I was chatting with them and they were like to me, we've never seen a Muslim before. Like, we've never chatted. And they're like, you would oh be surprised God. how whitewashed we are. They're like, you know, it's just all, like, like same community. Wow. If there was someone scarvy, like, and walks down the street, it would be very different. We just never see them in our community. And so this kind of interaction is so important to us because we just genuinely don't know. Yeah. And they would, they were so sweet. They were so hesitant to ask questions, worried if it would offend us. But we're like... As long as you yeah. ask the right people that they're knowledgeable in that field, then just no one's going to be offended by you going, oh, like, you know, tell me more about this. Instead of going, okay, why do you do this? And that's a bit strange. Instead, if you're like, you know, tell me why I'm genuinely curious. And yeah. whenever people ask me those kind of questions, I'm like, of course, like, you know, mm-hmm. as long as I can answer it to my right capacity, exactly. then I'm more than happy to. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that a lot in university as well. People yeah. just yeah. being curious in general. Yeah. 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 The biggest question is like when you fast, like not even water. I'm like, not yeah. even water. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I'm crying too. They're like, you poor soul. I'm like, well, it yeah. is what it is. And like, it's like, just fasting in every religion is so different. The definition of fasting varies exactly. heavily. Yeah. 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 And they'll be like, do you lose weight? And all the Muslims are like, no, you do not lose weight with the amount of things you eat at night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And I think that also prompts you to learn more about your own religion. Because mm-hmm. when people ask you, like, I always come back and I'm like, damn, like, I didn't know that. Like, Good I didn't question. think of that. Not even order. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. when they ask really deep questions, you're like, damn. And the worst thing you can say is, oh, I don't know, actually. Like, like wait, I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what's your Instagram? I'll message you. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that in itself is okay. I think people are so afraid to even be asked questions because, like, I don't know the answer. But it's like, no, as long as you're humble enough and you're self-aware enough to kind of say, oh, I'm not actually too sure. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just you exactly. know, making up an answer, making it so much worse. Definitely. I think you don't want to say something mind. wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then them going around and saying wrong things and you're like, damn. Yeah, my favorite phrase is, oh, to be honest, I'm not too knowledgeable. I'm, I don't know enough to answer. Yeah. Oh, but you can always give it a shot by telling them, you know, 
I'm not too sure, but I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. saying that, and they appreciate it. Don't trust me on this one, but <laughs> <laughs> let me give you my two cents exactly. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's always interesting to have those kind of discussions. They Some people have very, very creative questions. Yeah. I've been asked questions. I'm like, even me, I've never even thought of it that way. Like, Anything that comes to your head? Uh, I think someone was like, what did they say? I think they were asking an ethical question. They mm. were saying, they would ask, you know, about euthanasia or something. And they're like, you know, what happens oh. if you sign a DNR? Is that allowed? And I was like, damn, I never ever thought of that. Let Do me get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I never really thought about that. I'll get back to you. And I got back to them. It was very interesting. You learn these new things that you never think about. And you're like, wow, like my brain's speeding with thoughts right now. Like, <laughs> I need that answer. Yeah. <laughs> After the podcast. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned for part three or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, there's so many good. scenarios that can happen and you just don't think about them because they're not in your immediate they're, vicinity. Exactly. Oh, they're they're not so in your creative. Scope. The yeah. funniest one I got was about fasting or drinking water. They were, they were like, if you run in the rain and water accidentally goes in your mouth, <laughs> is that really Honestly, your fast? it gives me vibes. I was, like, I was like, why? I was like, that is actually so smart. I was like, honey, it's not that deep. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, um, I don't know. I mean, close your I mouth put, when you run. Exactly. If I put my mouth up to the rain, then it probably would. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. They just asked really interesting questions like that. And I'm like, I've never like, I'm like, in my 20 years of life, I've never experienced that. But maybe one day, if it comes up, I'll know. No, you know when you're kids and you like think you're asleep and you exactly. open your mouth and you're like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Can you imagine being a sheikh in a YouTube classroom and having all these random questions? come up to you oh my god it's hilarious it must be entertaining <laughs> going back to your wife at home oh my goodness this kid just asked me about running in the rain with your mouth open <laughs> oh, people are just creative and it just prompts yeah. you to be more creative i guess as well <laughs> oh goodness were you guys like did you have a muslim community at your uni like did I, did we actively join it or did we have a community available not 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 like an organization. I mean, they are available to you if you mm. want to, but I mean just having Muslim peers in your class as in your presence that you could talk to, like as friends. <laughs> not a single one. Not, <laughs> a, really? not even a single one of ethnicity. Are you serious? It's oh all goodness. Australians, and I'm like the only one. I mean, there's like the one or two Asians, <laughs> but that's about it. Oh, wow. really? So and not it's very just diverse at all. Not at all. And then I'm just sitting in the corner like, hi. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And are you generally to yourself in those classrooms or you do you like chat to people here and there? I mean, not really. I don't really chat to people. Safine. I do keep to myself. It's because you go in, I go into those classes and I just feel so out of place. Mm. Oh. It's just everyone has their own groups and they just talk oh. about things that Feels I wouldn't like relate to. already knew each other. <laughs> no, it's so funny. I go into some classes and then... They would have their own groups and they'd be talking as if they've been best friends for years. Oh, and no. I'm just like, when did you have the time? <laughs> so we applied on UAC together, apparently. Like, what's going on? Yeah, so I just keep... To- I mean, I would discuss with them during class, group projects, whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't actively, like, Friendship hang out with them afterwards. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I've got my own things. I have class after class. I don't even have the time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I went to West End, and my first class, the one of one of the only classes I went to face to face. Somehow, I ended up at a table with a bunch of Muslim girls, and I made my best friend from oh, this random oh. girl that Allah put me next to one day. Oh, that's, that's pretty nice. nice. 
That's lucky. Yeah. That is very I, lucky. Yeah, and I think I think people assume that when you go to uni, you have to have best friends, but you don't. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. like even the friends I made, I got really close to them for those, you know, the whole year of study, but. Like, we weren't actively hang out, hang out all the Outside time like uni, I would with yeah. high school friends. Like, with uni, we supportive. I think you need friends to help you get through the course as well, to Agreed. update one another, support one another. But it won't be to the level of if you're still in touch with your high school friends, it's no. very different. It's High school friends, sometimes they're more personal, but it really depends oh, yeah. on when it's your time to shine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I feel like you can go through uni without making any new friends, like any exactly. new close friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might have that one peer in class that you would text from time to time, oh, what's happening, you want to hang out, Yeah. you know, during our breaks. But other Study than that, together. Yeah, yeah, other than that, you usually keep to yourself, like, even if I'm on break. Like, I'd hang out with my high school friends or I'd go to the library and stuff. Mm. It's not... Yeah. You don't really have that much time to socialise at uni, I feel exactly. like. Unless you're going to a socialising um, event. Unless you're exactly. going with the intention to socialise. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, people think, oh, you naturally find friends from your course. But it's not that you... Majority of the time, you find friends by attending social, like... Events. Social events, social clubs. Yeah. Be like, you know, um, chess club or, you know basketball club all those sorts of things there's heaps and heaps of different societies in uni and i think that's where people find most of their friends otherwise mm. it's really hard when you was that have different yeah. people each class mm-hmm. in, in uni semester and people don't understand that i was lucky because i was with the same cohort every class for my whole study so by yeah. the end of it we knew everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. but especially when you just manage to find someone in that one semester in that one class you become friends next semester you can't guarantee you're going to see them again they could literally be just for a friend for a semester yeah. and i think you have to be prepared for that fast pace yeah making friends and then you know the disconnecting temporary. switching on and off yeah, exactly. yeah and i think that's why it's so important to reach out outside of uni or if you want to reach inside of uni then you'd have to be active and be prepared to do that extra input by attending a society or whatnot yeah was was that the case for you did you make your friends by going to social events or um society just probably because my course was lucky in a sense that we were all together together, then it was a bit easier it was like you know high school that you see everyone every class same so by the end of it it was interesting although we have like a good portion of muslim girls i didn't exactly stay with them too much it was mostly the group that we were with it was like every one of us were different faiths it was like a hindu there was a muslim i don't know i think we just gravitated towards each other we had like like like-minded perspectives yeah and we just happened to always sit on the same table or join you know in our breaks, hey, do you want to go to a cafe together? Let's, like, mm. you know, just chat about the course. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was a person who is an atheist. There was a person who's a Hindu and a Muslim. And, you know, and then we all just came together and we didn't really feel faith was much of a difference. I think because no, we all grew up no. in a multi-ethnic school. We all went to different schools, oh, but we were used to being in a multicultural sense. place. So they didn't feel too... Um, no culture shock for them. They yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they were aware that I had to fast or they were aware I had to pray. Mm. So it was so much more easier but i think like but most like let's say muslim girls gravitated towards muslim girls and then um mm. the asian girls stayed together and the anglo stayed together and it was, it was still very interesting because even though people say you know multiculturalism but people just naturally gravitate to what so they used they to yeah. and they respectably you know interact with one another yeah but that's completely fine if yeah. that's what you're comfortable with go for it 100 percent. it's yeah. always different walks of life like that and just i guess like i said being prepared to go out of your comfort zone 
chat to people, prompt things, or if not, if you're happy with how you are yourself, then that's fine. As long as you make sure you have that support network and you're not completely isolated once you leave high school. Otherwise, that's really, really lonely as well because you're entering this new phase of adulthood and you want to share different experiences and grow. So having that some some group of people that you can go to and have those experiences with is important outside of family as well because family forms that core support but also having that social aspect of connections and networking is really important as well yeah did you find yourself in your diverse group did you find each other with each other like talking about each other's faiths interchanging ideas Mm, i would say not heaps but if they were curious about something would always ask me oh hey like you know i noticed that you guys do this okay can you tell me more about it but it wouldn't be too, too much. Like, it wouldn't be constant interfaith dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it was just respecting one another. And um, it was interesting. Some of them don't talk too much about faith because they didn't find faith a big aspect of their lives. So that wasn't the core focus for them. Whereas yeah. some might. So let's say if the, my Hindu friend was having a celebration, I'll be like, oh, you know, tell me more about it. What do you guys do? And they enjoy talking about their faith. As long as people ask questions, they're happy to talk about Politely. it. Otherwise, no one's going to come and sit down and be like, hey, listen to this. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone just yeah. isn't there to preach, but exactly. they're there to explain yeah. if people are curious. Yeah. yeah, and fair enough, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I love conversations that make me think, you yeah. know. Mm. They just make you more open-minded. Exactly. Like, they give you more ideas. You're like, oh. Why? Oh, I never thought about that yeah. one. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. I personally wasn't, but were we active in any Islamic organizations? In uni, we have yeah, during university, one, but I didn't join it. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing personal. Nothing personal. But um, yeah, I just didn't have the time. Yeah. No. Yeah, Yeah, similar. I know there's, like, Muslim associations in UTS as well. Mm. I just never had the time to, like, go into it. it. Because I think outside of uni, I was already part of so many things. So I was just like, I have no more capacity. (laughs) But I do know I have a friend. She's very, very active in her UNSW, Mm. Muslim Association. Mm. And it's, like, a whole different community. So many events, so much fundraisers, meetings, committees. Sorry? Do you attend any of the fundraisers or no? Me? No, I haven't. But she did. Like, she attends. Because she's... I think almost in management role almost oh, in wow. that. so she's like super super active and it's crazy like it's so interesting because it's a whole different world yeah. you don't think of I mean god bless Saga because like that keeps me busy it's yeah. enough extracurricular <laughs> for me legit oh my god I mean I did to think about like uh, orientation in first year I did think about joining and mm. we passed by the stall but it was very intimidating looking at it because oh. it was just all male, m- men. Yeah. It's just like, you're like mm, not a single me. woman in sight. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. You yeah. know? Maybe <laughs> it was the me. men, men's store. Because I think I know at UNSW, they're really, really active and lovely. But they yeah. would have like a men's store and a women's store. And it's like, it's like and that. Because there wasn't, like we oh, circled okay. the entire thing. <laughs> and there was not, there wasn't a, like a... Safine, you could have joined. I could have <laughs> made a difference, but um, <laughs> I mean, I don't have the time. I would have joined if I think Safine's liking the idea of the UNSW once you might switch unis, guys. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I don't. I, it's just that I don't have the time. Yeah. to commit to something yeah, else. Exactly. If I want to be involved with something, I want to really be involved. But with it, it sounds like a very like it sounds like yeah. it would be great. But yeah, I just yeah. don't have the time. 
Yeah. Oh, whenever I meet you and Asobi people, they are the most passionate about their uni. It's crazy. I know. And I'm they like, have a really nice campus why? in their defense. <laughs> it's All because right, everyone else shades them for their <laughs> trimesters. Like, yeah. why do you do that to yourself? Okay. Looking I... at Denny's right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but because I'm from UTS, I'm a bit more biased. UTS is the best uni. Yeah. It's just in the central of everything. It's just Honestly, so much yeah. easier. I think everyone has a easy. sense of uni pride, to be honest. That's yeah. true. Good food as well. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is serving us some hand gestures at the oh, moment, and I'm having trouble understanding. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the passion. Yeah. How's the questions going? I feel oh, like going pretty good. Yeah. Nearly done. <laughs> oh, that was a loud clap. <laughs> pretty much done. So, being in uni, what do you think the benefits of being very strong in your faith are? Not even limited to uni. Mm. Maybe Safinka and Sakushi still in uni. <laughs> <laughs> well, Two different perspectives. I think in a way it reduces your stress. Mm. I mean, of course you still have stress. Don't get She's me wrong. She's referring to the procrastination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but in a way it just gives you a peace of mind. Like mm-hmm. you'd have an assignment. And you'd be so stressed about the assignment, but then you'd remember, oh, I have to pray. But you're like, oh, but my assignment. But if you just get yourself to go and pray, it's just like that five minutes of peace and quiet and just like, you know, oh, thank God. You feel a sense of calamity. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, oh, everything's going to be all right. You feel a sense of calamity. (laughs) (laughs) Serenity. 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 It's like how it didn't even register in my head. I'm like, like, yeah. Like after every prayer since the calamity, I'm like, I don't think that's what we're going. Let me Google it. Calamity is like trauma, dis- trouble, destruction. Oh, <laughs> I was going serenity. for calm. <laughs> serenity, serenity, Thank maybe. You, or tranquility. <laughs> oh my god, we'll have to cut Oops. that out. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, we probably will. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. When you're connected to some sort of thing that grounds you, when you fulfill it, you can get through any sort of drama that goes your way. Like, when I have crazy, crazy shifts going on, and I'm about to, like, call a sick leave in the middle of shift. (laughs) um, Like, if I've prayed, if I've had my if done on time, then I'm like, okay, like, that's grounded me. Otherwise, I feel like if my prayers are... Yeah, otherwise, if, like, I've had days where I've had if done an hour or two later because oh, I just wow. didn't have time. But you just feel like all over the place. You're like, I'm fine like health wise, like I'm able to cope. But just I'm in terms of soul wise <laughs> Yeah, but in terms of your inner dimension you're like It's in calamity. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I think never gonna hear the end of that one. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I'm going to quote God on this now. <laughs> no. We're going to be in a management meeting. Oh, oh. calamity. <laughs> but I think it doesn't only... I think prayer is just the easiest example because it's something tangible. But yeah. just, like, you're in so much growth. After high school, you're in this massive, like, marathon of growth afterwards. Because you're no... Like we said, you're no longer in that bubble. It's all to yourself and your own choice. So when you're making these choices, when you're exploring things and deciding things, then I think that's when so much internal warfare comes. Like, do I do this? Do I do that? Is this me? Is this not me? Is this who I want to be? And then according to that, if you align yourself that way, and whatever you choose, as long as it fulfills that, then it helps you stay grounded. Otherwise, if not, then you have so much trouble in the youth these days. You have so much existential crisis. You have so much, like... Quarter-life crisis. Yeah, exactly. And they're still so young, and they already look burnt 
burnt out from life. You'd be so surprised. Yeah. I'm like, you know, people are like you're only like <laughs> this many years old and you've only and you're like, no, like these people are genuinely struggling and it's because they're in this routine but there's no they're in the superficial sense. They're just running around but when you ask them deep questions they just don't want to think about it. They're like, it's too much no, to handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, people are not in tune with themselves internally and they downplay it going oh it's too deep but no it's generally what helps you sleep at night you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> it, it helps you get up at, in, the in the morning and go okay this is what's going to help me go through it and it sounds cheesy but no so you much pressures that. these days like oh, yeah. Yeah. social All the expectations. media yeah. Yeah. expectations from yourself from your parents oh, yeah. it's just it just keeps piling up and you're just like I, I don't know where I feel am. feel like you're going to crack. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because people expect you to, you know, after high school to choose this degree that's supposed to be perfect for the rest of your 40 years or 50 yeah. years. And you're like, you're 18, 17 what at that I age. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't have any exposure. Let's say you're like, okay, I want to be, I don't know, like a profession. And you've mm. never seen that profession in place. Then I'm, the amount of people I've seen that oh start like two, three years yeah. study and then completely switch. And that's not easy. Everyone's getting through life like gaining hex debt constantly yeah. <laughs> um, and you're supposed to decide this when you're only like in the first quarter of your life so then it's no surprise that people are struggling so much internally so I think just having some sort of thing to ground you helps you so so much at least yeah and if you're in like your first few years of uni and you make a mistake like it doesn't matter you're still young like relax a little bit you have yeah, time yeah you honestly are when I yeah. you, when it feels like a race to get, start working mm. now that I'm working guys it's it's, it's just work, you know, like it's a, still the same routine. You, It's slightly more different maybe compared to being a student. You know, you can do things more independently, but it's still responsibility. Mm. It all comes down to responsibility. Just and a different type. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's all this hype of all this kind of, you know, all these different experiences. But you're just like, you need to sit back and go, okay, what's important to me? And I align my life towards that. Not just what everyone says, what they define success, what they define a fulfilling life. You have to sit back and actually decide that for yourself. Otherwise, you're going to come to 40 years old and you're going to be like, that was a waste of my life 40 years later oh, yeah. and you don't want that you want and it, it happens kind of... pretty frequently as well yeah so. you see so much people in the middle of their life and they're like i wasted this many years of my life and you just want to learn from those experiences and not be yeah. one of those people who struggle so much like that yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's pretty saddening but like i'm laughing so <laughs> sad laugh sad laugh yeah <laughs> you must as a coping mechanism guys pretty much yes yeah, so in conclusion <laughs> uni is uni is hard and faith helps keep you grounded mm. yeah but do you see a lot of people like swaying from their religion at uni i think i feel like i'm like i do yeah definitely i think because you're in this adrenaline when you first go to uni <laughs> you're in this huge adrenaline where there's so much different new experiences you know you go okay i can start doing this now i can start doing that now so people can definitely have their own different experience. I see some people either come closer or they might go farther, which is fine with each themselves. But yeah. again, I think it depends on what example you set. And I think people get affected by that. If they see you still staying, staying strong, that will encourage other people saying, hey, mm. it's manageable. It's not going to make me more alienated. It's not going to make me more stranger. Because some people have that perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I think just becoming a role model in yourself. And if they see the positive impact from that, then they try following that. Yeah. And, you know, for example, for me, since religion is a really important thing in my life, I become, you know, I become sad when I see other people 
sway from it. But I think it's not my job to go up to them and be like, I will educate you about this. It's just, you know, you try. Yeah, if they have need help, like, I'm more than happy to, but I'm not here to change their life. I think letting everyone have their own growth pace, but definitely it's not always coming closer to religion. It can be the other way around. And when you start hitting, you know, your later years, I think that's when you're more settled and you're having your feet more to the ground. And that's when you're like, I think it's more clearer then because you've already experienced so much and you're like, okay, I've been there, done that. When you're in high school, you barely go out to eat, for example. Yeah. And you go in uni and you're like constantly like a... Like going out, yeah. Binging, like going cafes all the time, spending money. And I think after like first, second year uni, you're like, okay, cool. I I've experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> just like that, just like internal-wise, you can have all this like different yeah. noise and then you have a point of time where you realign and have another think about it and then you go another couple of time going forward with that and then you decide yeah. again it's just a constant growth and reflection i guess yeah i feel like sometimes people get bored with who they are because they don't understand themselves Ooh, properly that's a good line yeah. i like that <laughs> that's a really good point i definitely agree and i feel like that's what causes them to stray sometimes they're yeah, just looking yeah. for some excitement but eventually oh, yeah. they'll sit down and realize okay never mind not yeah, a good idea you're surrounded by stimulation all the time yeah and if you don't have that stimulation then people just can't sit still they just have to constantly be busy with something and mm. yeah it's it's wild yeah wild life. it's a wild ride guys yeah stay tuned yeah <laughs> pretty huh. much so thank you guys for joining me today thank it was you. it was a really yeah. thrilling discussion yeah <laughs> very thought really provoking <laughs> No, thank you for having us. It was, it's definitely cool have you know being on set like this and discussing all these different questions. I think it's definitely good promptings. <laughs> yeah. So I'll see you guys for season three. Stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Follow Saga Instagram. Thank you.